Wow. Let's go. Episode 143 of Just Another Next Fan, hosted by your host, Jack F. Boy. We finally have some closer to the Donovan Mitchell saga. Uh, just find this shit, man, funny, bro. Like, um, I'll fucking make an episode about improving your legacy and just chilling. You know, going about my day and then whoop, 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 whoop. D. Mitchell Cavalier. I was like, oh, why? But, uh, seen a lot of, oh, I'm not even going to check ESPN, dog. Like, I already know where they're headed with that. I seen on you know, my IG group chats. I seen, I seen, I seen locations, bro. I seen locations on social medias. I seen the clown meme with the Knicks hat, the, the Knicks fork stucking it into a, a electrical outlet, all that shit, bro. Seen a couple of Knicks outlets, see what they were saying. Um, now, some people are upset. I understand why people are upset, but I'm really not. Like, I've been harping on, let's roll with what the fuck we got. And after looking at that, after looking at what Danny Ainge wanted, bro. 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 What the fuck? How the fuck? As a Knicks fan, would you have been okay with giving everything up for just Donovan Mitchell? You know, people talking about this is Melo 2.0. This is not Melo 2.0, bro. This would be probably would have been worse. Um, at least for Melo... Well, first of all, Melo's better than Donovan Mitchell in his prime. Um, number two, number two, Mari got hurt. We made the Melo move because we had Amari, bro. Well, obviously, we couldn't, we didn't see this injury happening to Amari, but we made the Melo move because Amari got hurt, and we still was a productive team. Uh, Roy Hibbert, miraculous performance away from the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, obviously, we couldn't properly build around Melo because of I guess we gave up some t- some assets for him. But then we also did dumb shit like trade away uh, extra picks for Brock Ninety for no reason when you probably would have got him for the low low anyways. Um, that team was still winning fifty four games, and Melo led us to the second the second seed that year. I don't know if Donovan Mitchell, and it's not even all Donovan Mitchell's fault, but. With Donovan Mitchell right now, would he look at us to the second seed in the Eastern Conference with, with how stacked it is right now, bro? I think about it. You got the Nets. You got the Bucks, Celtics, Heat. I'm missing a team. Bucks, Celtics, Heat, Nets. Ah! Hawks, 76ers. Um, I didn't even mention the Hornets here, yo. Not the Hornets, my bad. The Cavaliers. The fucking... Well, the Cavaliers, I mean... Yeah, even before they got Mitchell, the Cavaliers, the... Like, come on, like, bro, it would have been hard, bro. Um, for him to even... For the Knicks to get close to 50 wins if they got that whole roster for him. And... RJ for Mitchell... I mean, it seems like the Knicks was ready to do that shit. They was ready to... They was willing to give up RJ. As the day went on... As the day went on, like I seen more interesting trade scenarios that 
um, that the Jazz rejected. And honestly, I don't know which ones is true, which ones is not, but I saw some shit where it was R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, Mitchell Robinson, and three first-round picks for Donovan Mitchell. The Jazz declined. All right, bro, you going to say no to that, bro? I don't know, bro. What the fuck? If that's true, you said no to that. Uh, first of all, I'm glad the Jazz said no to that. Um, number two, um, what the fuck is the Knicks thinking? But I get it in a sense of from the Obi Toppin and Mitchell Robinson situation. Um, you don't want to lose Mitchell Robinson for free. It's hard for Obi Toppin to get playing time. But, bro, you I have to, like, assess the whole roster. Like, I didn't fully get to assess the whole roster with, with, with that makeup of, of Donovan Mitchell, Cam Reddish, McGrimes, Derrick Rose, Quickly, Fournier, Randall. I have to look at the combinations, but um, Obi, Obi, Mitch Robinson, I would have understood. But because you don't want to lose Robinson for free. And you know, Obi's having a hard time getting playing time behind Randall, but then the RJ. So, they said no to that. They said no to a whole bunch of other shit. So, the Jazz, um, they said that they was a bit fed up with how bad the Knicks won at Mitchell and they got rid of him out of spite or whatever. That's cool, bro. That's cool. I didn't really want this shit to happen. Because, uh,. Makes no sense. You want to put Donovan Mitchell next to RJ, not trading for RJ. And honestly, the Cavs, they're in a better position than the Knicks to make this trade, bro. Like, you got Garland, you got Jared Allen, you got Levert, you got uh, Mobley, who I had on my fantasy team. I'm a fucker, beast. Uh, yeah, they got, those squad. they got a squad. They got a good team. So it made sense for them to make that move. You know, they got rid of players that they don't even, they really ain't want anymore. Like, uh, they ain't really want Sexton like that. So, it was like, peace. They ain't really want Markkinen, Mikkinen like that. So, they said peace. And obviously, yeah, so they had to part way with a lot of their draft picks. And um, that's what's up. Shout out to the Cavaliers. And honestly, like I said, it just feels good to know that this fucking saga is over every day. So, no matter what I do. Yo, what's up with that demon? Like, that, that shit was always, you know what I'm saying? Like, always like a million more trace scenarios ready to pop up. So, now that it's over, let's see what the Knicks do now. I, I've seen a lot of rage. Yo, the Knicks, this, the Knicks. I'm not even talking about the Knicks, like, media rage. Like, um... How do I say like the, like like the media outlets make fun? I mean, I seen that, but I don't really care about that. I'm also looking at our fan base, and people being upset that we didn't get Mitchell. I mean, bro, we get Mitchell, bro. It's it's you can't make no other moves, bro. You basically gotta make it work with Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and um R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle, and with Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett. Like, yo, how we going to make that shit? Remind you, what, what cap space we going to have left after that, bro? What other moves could we make? You know, Julius Randle, um, yeah, he played great two seasons ago. Yeah, he struggled a bit last year. You know, he would probably have to get traded, and his trade value is not the best right now. So, it is what it is. You know, but sometimes the best move to make is not to make a move. So, for the fact that... 
a lot of us uh, Knicks fans wanted that trade to happen. A part of me wanted it to happen too. Um, but like I said, at the right price, and the right price was was not available for the Knicks, like Bob Parker or Rob Parker. You know, the guy that hosts the price is right. So the price was not right, bro. It was, Danny Ainge was wilding, bro. He wanted the whole farm. All right, man, RJ Barrett quickly, two future first, unprotected. He said, nah, I want more. And then Knicks were like, right, no, I want more. I want more. When it came to the Knicks, Danny Ainge always wanted more. So um, I'm glad Knicks ain't doing this. Like I said, bro, you don't fuck that motherfucker, man. Try to wild out on us, bro. Try to really fuck up our future moves, bro. Try to have us handicapped, bro. And um, I know he's going to try to flex with those millions of draft picks. We're going to see what the Jazz is about, bro. Um, He has, and he does have a great proven track record of success uh, when it comes to building up teams. He did it with the Celtics. I'm pretty sure he's done it elsewhere, too. I just, yeah, I'm just saying, I'm just glad we ain't deal with this dude, though, bro. And Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell going to be a free agent in two years. Uh, three years, but two years, you know, he's going to opt out. And, you know, by that time, RJ going to step his game up. Uh, we'll have an understanding of what's up with this core, actually, by this season. And we will still have our draft picks. I feel good. You know, you only want to go for the home runs when you feel confident about it. Can't swing at every pitch, even though we're talking about basketball. I'm using baseball analogies. Yo, we can't swing at every pitch, bro. Like, you know, it ain't make sense to get Donovan Mitchell for the Knicks, bro, uh, for that price. It just didn't make sense. So, if I understand the emotional part, like Donovan Mitchell's name was attached to the Knicks, like heavy, heavy, like Katie's and Kyrie's. But this wasn't even that disappointing because, bro, it just. We stuck, like I said, it doesn't give us, doesn't put us in the position to get another star, bro. Or another great player that could make us contenders. We're not contenders if we got Donovan Mitchell. And we wouldn't be able to make other moves if we got Donovan Mitchell. And now we got to see what we really got. And, you know, like I said, just sometimes you just want to roll a basketball on the court and see what you got out there. And that's what the New York Knicks is, is about to do. I don't know what trades they're going to make, what moves they're going to make, but I feel like, you know, the, the players that pop out, to me personally, is Cam Reddish, Fournier, Randall, and Rose. What's going on over there? Uh, the players that I'm not really too worried about in terms of what's going on over there is RJ, Quickly, um, RJ quickly, McGrimes, McBride. I'm not worried about McBride. You know what I'm saying? Like he, whatever his role is, his role. Like um, McBride. Well, damn, I'm not. RJ Mitchell Robinson. I'm not worried about his role. Is his role? Harkenstein. I'm not worried about. Jalen Brunson. I'm not worried about. Um, Sim Jericho Sims. I'm not worried about. It's just honestly. Um, Evan Fournier, not because, oh, he can't play defense or he can't shoot. No, he can shoot. He's a, he's our best three-point shooter, actually. He's our best three-point shooter, bro. Um, and at times, he's been our best like player on the floor. Honestly, he's given us our best post games, too. He's like seems like the most grounded guy. He seems like a great 
locker room player, bro. And I still didn't forget that 41-point game against the Celtics because I was at that game. That was a fucking lit-ass game, bro. I felt immaculate. I felt like that guy at that game, bro. I felt like I was him. So, Fournier, in terms of where his playing time is going to be, Derrick Rose, he's coming off an injury. How are the Knicks going to monitor his playing time? Julius Randle, um, how will he bounce back? Will he be a Nick? Um, so the main th- three players that I mentioned, Derek Rose, Foyer, Randall, uh, they are the coveted vets on this team. There is no more Todd Gibson. And will the Knicks get rid of them players, rid of these players? I know Thibodeau has close ties to Derek Rose. So I could see a situation where Fournier is traded, but um, yo, Fournier is not whack, bro. Like, yo, his contract is his contract is, yo, fuck that, bro. Like, get some decent value back, bro. Like, I still don't want to get rid of Fournier just to get rid of Fournier. Like, if he's a solid addition to any team, that's doing all. Like, you put him on the Cavs. Yeah, you put him on the Warriors. Like, the Timberwolves could fucking use for you. You get what I'm saying? Um, Timberwolves, damn. Timberwolves fucked up. Mad shit, bro. Um, the fucking Heat could use for you. Even though they got Duncan Robinson. Like, the Hornets could use. Like, every, every team could use for you. That's a perennial contender. And, but if he's on the Knicks, I just got to see how that impacts Cam Reddish. Like, this is Cam Reddish's contract year. We gave up a draft pick for Cam Reddish. We got to see what's good with him, bro. Eventually. Got to give him a fair shake, whether uh, Tibbs is a fan or not, bro. And also, uh, happy birthday to Cam Reddish. Shit, yesterday, trade rumors on his B-Day. That's wild. Um, That is what it is. D-Mitch is in the Cav uniform. And, yeah, for me, some way, if we could do... um, Starting point guard Brunson, RJ Barrett at the two, Cameron at the three, Randall at the four, Mitchell Robs at the five. I think that's cool. <laughs> Damn, my bad. I ain't gonna make that loud noise. But, um, yeah. McGrimes was not mentioned. Was he, kept, he was kept off the table in all trade talks. That means. Obviously, there's a high, high, high hopes for him. But I still don't mind bringing him off the bench. We have an idea of what we have in McGrimes, but we don't really have an idea of what we have in Cam Reddish. But I think that does. Having a 6-6 RJ and a 6-7 Cam Reddish, I feel like that helps um, with our you know defensive prowess. His wingspan, his athleticism, we could use that shit. I'm not saying McGrimes, we can't use his shit, but we could use him coming off the bench with quickly and rolls and shit. That should be lit. You know, somebody's getting minutes is getting taken away. And it's crazy. Like, you got Fournier, Reddish, McGrimes. I'm missing another player. Rose. Fournier, Rose. Reddish, McGrimes. How are we going to balance out those minutes over there? Got to find a way. And I really like Fournier, man, but does it make sense for the Knicks to have him when we're 
trying to go the youth way. And the crazy thing about me saying this shit is, bro, me and Fournier are the same age, bro. Fournier is not old. Fournier is not old at all, bro. It's just, what the fuck? If Fournier is old, then I'm old. I'm older than Fournier. What the fuck? But yeah, man, the, the youth, this whole youth shit, next door, man. And it makes sense, but like, Fournier, I fuck with Fournier, man. I feel like last season was a disaster, but it wasn't all his fault, man. Everybody was just playing out of position. Shit got fucked up. But what I will say is I am glad that this Donovan Mitchell saga is over. And, um, yeah, yo, I forgot to mention, um, Serena Williams, man. Congratulations to her. She she did some ill shit. You know, my sister, my sister, and my mom been watching tennis and shit recently. They've had the time to do so. Uh, they're proud of the Williams sisters and the Williams Serena Williams. Um, you know, she fucking beat the second rated tennis woman player. That's what's up. Uh, I think she's like forty one now, Serena. She's still a beast out there. She, yo, she way more like toned up than me. You know, it's crazy. Like LeBron, like crazy, has amazing shape. Now they're like, oh, I'm not as athletic as I used to be. I'm not as well. Yeah, y'all, not athletic as y'all could have been or 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 are now, bro. Yeah, their worst is probably not even close to like. My best is probably not even close to their worst in terms of athleticism. So when I talk like that and I'm older, I'm like, yeah, y'all good, bro. Y'all, you're so good. Y'all, y'all don't even got to, like, make me feel like I ain't I ain't really that in shape. You know what I'm saying? But it just shows you how um, that championship DNA don't wear off like that. So shout-outs to them. Uh, I saw that Mercury. I don't know if it was Mercury. Aces, Aces versus who? The Storm. That was a good game. I ain't gonna lie. I caught it. I caught it like around 11 o'clock. I was home. It was on ESPN2. And that game was tight play. Oh. Number 12. Oh, I don't want to go by that numbers thing again. I remember last time what happened when somebody addressed a WNBA player by, uh, I think, something gray, number 12, when Aces was hitting mad threes. Obviously, they have a, a a lady that's ill with it. Uh, Wilson, she was ill with it. Brianna Stewart on the storm was doing her thing. It was a good game. What made it good was I didn't even know that game was on TV. Like, I didn't even know that shit was on. I just put it on the TV and it, it, it was right there. I was like, All right, I'm gonna tune in. It was a good ass game. But I think game three is on Sunday, so I don't understand that big ass gap. Like I was ready to watch it today, bro. But um, it's all good. And it's also all good the fact that there is closure to the Donovan Mitchell situation, bro. And we could all move on with our lives now, man. Let's go Knicks. Let's go RJ, man. It's another thing, man. My boy RJ got braids now. And um, let's go. But it's crazy, though, man. Like, I always thought RJ was untouchable, but yo, nobody's safe, bro. It's just the world that we living in now, bro. The economy's fucked up in the country. The economy's fucked up in the world. And Danny Ainge has fucked up the economy in the NBA, bro. Who's gonna fix this shit, man? I don't know.
Episode 143, your boy Jack F. Let's go next, you heard. October 4th, preseason. October 9th, opening night for regular season. We will be on our Grizzly, bro. Yes, sir.